0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Healthy Mind, Healthy Life. I'm your host, Avik, and in today's episode, uh, I'm thrilled to have a remarkable guest with us today. Yes, I'm talking about Melanie Troop. Welcome to the show, Melanie.
1: Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, and it's a very important topic to me. (laughs) what we're going to discuss.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I love it. Today's topic is very, very uh, important uh, and very, very uh, uh, catchy. I would say it's very important. So before we proceed and uh, discuss about today's topic in details, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, uh, so meet Melanie, uh, a seasoned counselor and relationship expert with over 25 years of transformative yeah. experience. So that's uh, just
1: in the counseling. I've got more years of other experience too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah.
0: She, she is dedicated to empowering women on their journey to authenticity and thriving the relationships. So absolutely uh, she, yes, she, she she has the certifications as certified hypnosis, master hypnosist, and hypnotherapist, along mm-hmm. with 40 years of yogini dedication as a 500 hour certified yoga instructor yes so you think like with whom i'm uh today in this show
1: <laughs> okay i've got lots of experience i think i dedicated my whole life starting at i think at the young age of 23 i just a holistic and understanding mind body spirit my whole whole life has been just a journey in pursuit I even spent 10 years in India, uh, meditating in the caves of Ramana Maharshi and understanding who we are spiritually and and just, you can't get any more holistic than the body, mind and spirit, you know, as well as the emotions too. So uh, it's been my life journey. So And then why I dedicate this uh, to women is I work with all men and women. I've worked with children. But I think my focus now is more on women in relationships, uh, also because I am a woman. But I just see the necessity now in today's age, um, if we don't get our relationships right, and especially You know, economics and just we just need to get it right. And when when we're in it and we're thriving, we're thriving in so many other ways, which brings it to this opportunity to be a guest on your show, because our health is also affected with our relationships, for sure.
0: Exactly, exactly. So so her, uh, she brings a unique blend of expertise to our conversation, and she is very, very passionate about sharing the insights on the personal development relationships and the overall well-being. So her expertise definitely promises brief, uh, uh, insightful conversation filled with actionable insights to enhance the um, intricacies of the relationships. So uh, quickly, I'd, I'd like to share a glimpse of, her journey like uh, sh- uh, i mean her journey into holistic well-being has been deeply personal uh, fueled by uh, her passion for understanding the intricate dynamics of women's relationships uh, navigating like various life phases like from uh, single parenthood to dedicated partnership and the grandmotherhood has woven a rich tapestry of the experiences so in in, in delhi life like uh, uh, I mean, she finds joy in family movements, holistic practices, and um, the outdoor activities, uh, naming camping, um, hiking, biking, uh, paddle boarding. So, uh, like, grounded in uh, self-awareness and the integrity, uh, she she has become an observer of her thoughts, embracing the emotions as the experiences, Not the rigid uh, definitions, but uh, uh, her her journey of the self-discovery has sparkled uh, the immense compassion, empathy, and a burning desire to support the woman in finding their authentic selves. So, uh, this this is uh, this is uh, Melanie, and we are here to discuss more about her journey, her experiences. We'll learn from her about a lot of things in this topic today, because today's topic is all about the women's relationships unraveling the impact of on the physical and the mental well-being. So without further ado, let's welcome Melanie again to the show. Welcome to the show again.
1: Wow. Thank you. You said that so beautifully. I'd like to meet her. <laughs> That's really wonderful. And That sums it up. That's been my life. Absolutely. I mean, it truly has. Um, And it totally affects your health, your emotional well-being, your thoughts. So wherever you want to ask the question, I can I really feel very qualified to give some answers to, or some insight to, and even how I handle situations, and then that will impart a teaching how others can do the same thing, so their life can flow a lot easier with less stress and uh, uh, physical well-being. All of that.
0: Correct. So start with like uh, how what, according to you, uh, do women's relationship contribute to their overall sense of well-being? what do you think?
1: Uh, just say that one more time, that just how how their relationships contribute? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you're, let's say in a very negative relationship uh, and you have emotions that you're not expressing, let's just say you're in a situation where you're afraid to feel or to express what you need or you want, you're gonna stuff those emotions. Uh, there's an anxiety that goes in. <clears throat> Some of the symptoms can be, how do we stuff our emotions? We can move into addictions we can uh, overeat. And those are all just ways that we stuff it. And I always think your body is a dis-ease. And that's where diseases can come from, is Mm -hmm. where we're at a dis-ease. We're not at ease within ourselves. Lots of times we may be, another uh, way is called disassociate, that we're no longer going to live in our body, because it's got all this stuff that's going in and it's uncomfortable and the angst that we feel or the emotions that we feel. So we'll sort of what I call move up further and further into our head. And we'll sort of work from an analytical, very surface level type of relationship, which exasperates it, it even makes it worse, there's no intimacy, there's no connection. So when we are moving even further out of our body, we're disconnected from our body, how can we intuitively know what's going on in our body, what we need, what what feels good, Uh, if there is something going on, sometimes until it's too late, until it's a, a great big, huge pain, physical ailment or something that's happened. And in my experience, I have actually found where we're we can be so disassociated that we can actually cause something. Like it's almost like we gotta slam our foot into some concrete before we go, oh, and the body says, pay attention to me, get back in here and pay attention. And yeah. and then we wonder, like, how's this happening to me? But we have to pay attention. We have to come in here. But if we don't come into our bodies, we're sort of safe. We don't have to feel all the emotions because that's where the body that's where we feel it all. We feel it physically. We actually feel our, our emotions physically. So it's a real situation, you know, it's like survival. If I want to so- survive a relationship where I don't feel good, I might have to disassociate. I might have to disconnect from myself, which causes problems. That's just one of the things that we can do, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Definitely true. So, um, I mean, uh, in your experience, like what role uh, do various types of relationships, maybe uh, the friendships, family, romantic uh, play in shaping a woman's mental health?
1: Well, of course, when you have surrounding people who support you to be authentic, to um, nurture you, to become all that you are, you cannot help, but your health will mirror that or even if there is, and I don't mean to say, and I'm, I'm very cautious of that, that people say, oh, it, I can control my health. <laughs> you know. So we can even have an unhealthy situation or we can be in a disease which happens, but when we have the support of a really good relationship around us, going through that phase in our life can help us move through it easier, more gracefully, and just sometimes it can actually help us heal. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not claiming miracles, but I've seen a lot of miracles where sometimes just that whole energetic field of love and support can help us a lot. But when we don't have that, sometimes it can just make it a lot worse, a lot lonelier. It can exasperate. It can cause more problems You know, where we are so disassociated, disconnected, or we're feeling depressed. We don't have support. We don't care about ourselves because the mirror outside is is that nobody cares about us so why should we care about ourselves and mm-hmm. even to the fact of another thing that can happen another phenomenon is, is I will create a disease I will create an illness to get the attention that I want because I'm not getting it you know if I can be you know sometimes in family dynamics it's a child that's this is a rule that they'll take on if I can do that then I will uh, have that attention you know, if I can get sick, then the attention comes on to me. So there's so much that interplays. And of course, it's not general, it's individual, but these are general things that I have seen in the work that I have done.
0: Exactly. That's, that's true. Yeah. So how do the factors like the race, culture, uh, socioeconomic status intersect with the women's relationships and the impact of their mental and the physical uh, (laughs) well-being?
1: So many ways. Um, Emotionally, this is how how a relationship negatively or positively can affect us emotionally. If we feel supported and we feel loved, our emotions are generally more at ease. We feel secure within ourselves. Um, We feel uh, more apt to uh, take risks and try new things, uh, to express ourselves, to know ourselves even deeper. We feel safer to express and know ourselves deeper. I think they play a huge thing. Um, when we don't have that, when we have that suppression, when we have that um, um, judgment that comes on and we don't have a loving, kind, supportive, empathic, compassionate uh relationship. I think that we feel sort of secluded and we feel uh, alone within ourselves. Uh, We can feel very um, insecure within ourselves or isolated. Um, We have a tendency to withdraw within Or we can do the absolute opposite and just create havoc out there because we're angry, we're upset, we're not feeling heard. I mean, all of this affects us. You know, what's going on outside of us in our relationships can definitely have an effect on us. I mean, in the deeper sense of it, we should be able to. Become that much more evolved. That regardless of who you are out there and what happens with you out there, I should be okay. So sort of depending where we are in in our development and our personal growth, you know, there, there's many sides to it. So if we are just starting out, to have that support helps us a lot. Um, as we become more developed and more secure within ourselves, and we've had that nurturing, let's just say from a child, and we're very nurtured and we feel very confident who we are, how someone else responds or reacts to us, we're so secure within ourselves. It's like, that's okay. They can be that way. But not all of us are there yet. You know, We need that support. We need that. You know, like, I think it's, it, it's just like we're a community of people. And and if we could only just see that we could help and support each and every one of us become authentically who we're meant to be. Why? Why would we even try to take that away? You know, it's it's just such a mystery to me, you know, and if we could do that. Oh, I just think wow how how much different the whole world could be how much different our health could be how much more depression could leave this planet how much you know how much more could uh, physical ailments po- probably I would see a lot of them wouldn't even exist there would be less disease you know in our bodies and stuff and 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 when we have that and we feel good about who we are and and we have that support and even the food that is presented to us you know, it comes down to such a holistic uh, plate of all of this, and we're all supporting each other to grow and nurture and become all we are. What a dream that would be! <laughs> what a planet that would be! <laughs> so, very really lovely, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, challenges and the stressors. So, uh, what are some of the uh, common challenges? Uh, in women's relationship that you have observed? And also with this, like, how do they influence the mental health?
1: Wow. Okay. Let's just take it on a practical day-to-day living. I think a lot of challenges women have is self-care. They just simply have a tendency to ignore themselves and put everybody else first, especially when there's children involved that they don't look after themselves. And you know the old thing on the airplane, put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then give it to another. Even for an hour, a woman has a tendency later, I'll do it later. So, just on the practical sense of taking some time out for self care, to say, hey, my body, my mind, my emotions need to have some tender, loving care, need to have some time out so that I can be better equipped to handle the next crisis that comes up, the next challenge that comes up. If you don't take that, it becomes overwhelming and you don't have that reserve inside of you to be able to handle it. So it's, you're being proactive. Like I'm gonna be prepared, not in a negative way, but I'm just gonna make sure that I'm okay, that I can do this. And that in itself elevates you emotionally. Because when you are prepared in that way, you have the emotional ability as well as emotional confidence to say, hey, I'm doing something today so that I can be prepared tomorrow. So that elevates your confidence. And then everything just starts going, you know, more positive and more positive in that way. So that is one of the just most practical things is self-care, spending time just looking after yourself, (laughs) You know, emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's lovely. So uh as a uh I mean on a positive note, how can healthy relationships positively impact uh, both the mental and the physical well-being of a woman?
1: Oh, unbelievably so. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Absolutely, where a partner is supportive and saying, hey you do this, like you're worth this, you know, take the time, I'll do the dishes for you, honey, while you go ahead and you spend some time for yourself. Because I know maybe I'm going to need you two weeks from now, you know, where you've got a partner who values it, but they have to value it as much for themselves, or recognize that the more I give to you, the more I'm going to get back from you. You know, so it, it impacts it hugely, like I'm so great grateful I have a partner who does that, who just totally supports me. But the more he can support me is honestly, the more I can support him. And all of a sudden, it's building back and forth and back and forth. And it's just, it's crazy, you know, and the more he gives that to me to explore what I want to do and and what just lights me up is the more that I get it and the more that I can give back to him. And then we're both individually growing, but feeling so supported. So to find a healthy relationship, I mean, that's another story. That's the work that I do as well, is to find one. It's just like it's worth so much more than what you may think it is worth it is huge. It is your it is your evolution. It can be in a lot of ways. And that goes just in a, an amazing friend even who's there to totally support you and has your back and willing to be honest and open and just there's a letting go constantly. Yes, go fly, go fly. You're meant to soar. Yeah.
0: That's really lovely. So um as a counselor and the relationships expert, what patterns or themes have you noticed in women's experiences related to their uh, relationships and the well-being?
1: I think they a lot of women... I don't think they know themselves enough. They they honestly, they need to know themselves and they need to heal their traumas and their belief systems to actually not only attract, but maintain and have the skills to keep and have a healthy relationship. And they need to feel that they deserve one. You know, they they need to know the difference. And and that's unfortunate because when you don't know the difference, how can you know the difference? And so that's where my teaching comes in is what if it was like this? What if that? I think deep down underneath. There's that intuitiveness, but that's what I've talked about, where we will disassociate from ourselves, that we're not connected to ourselves because we're trying to make this be okay. And it's very hard to live in when one part of you says, ooh, this doesn't feel good versus this is a necessity and I need to make this be okay. So to try to get women to sort of like come back into their bodies and into themselves and start feeling their emotions and exploring them. And 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 sort of dissecting them apart and coming all that other stuff that's on top, and there could be some pain, there could be some some uh, desires, there could be a whole bunch of stuff. It's sort of like getting all the way down and deep and down in there and coming down to, okay, now we got you, <laughs> you, not all this stuff that's you know piled on top and and been you know covering you up and stuff. Now we have you. What works. For you. And that's the work that I love to do with women because it's just like watching them when they get there. I mean, the journey inwards is not always easy, but the healing is unbelievable. And then speaking of, you know, the body, I mean, the transformations that can happen in the body, I've seen, you know, very large overweight women, as they start expressing their feelings and getting in touch with them and letting go of their um, protection, you know, if they've been in a rough relationship or their protection, the weight just starts coming off. It's just amazing. You know, so everything is all connected. And so when we can get down to that very core, it's just to watch their lives Blossom, it's just like, it's beyond thrilling. It's absolutely beyond thrilling to watch all of that.
0: Lovely. That's really lovely. So, um, like, in what ways can a woman empower themselves through their relationships, uh fostering a sense of agency and control over their uh, uh, well-being?
1: Well, I mean, I do have courses on a lot of stuff. One of them is finding your voice. That's a really important one. And it's not just about yelling and screaming or doing anything. It's that place where we can actually feel vulnerable and safe enough within ourselves to find our own voice, to express what we feel, to express what we want. That in itself is very empowering. That's where we can start having boundaries. That's where we can start uh, saying what we need. That's where we can say w- what works for us, what doesn't. That's where we can say, "Hey, I need time out. I want some self care for, for an hour." You know, because underneath your there's guilt. There, I'm t- taking time. I shouldn't do that. So finding your voice is a huge one. That gives a huge sense of empowerment. Um, I've got courses on challenges and resiliences where we need to start manifesting our ability to uh, make a goal and stay with it you know and 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 when we start doing that step by step by step then we can start pursuing some things that the mind is saying you're not worth it you can't do that you know you're you're not good enough you shouldn't be able to do that so that really helps um there's so many avenues in which we can become more empowered yoga for example to me is a great one i i mean i love yoga it it when we come into our body and it helps us to sort of have some mastery over ourselves and and we can start making a dedicated uh, practice all of those tie in to be able to you know if i could do this and i could do this your self esteem comes up you know, I, I remember the first time trying to do a cross-legged pose, it's like, oh my God, I hurt so bad, you know, and now I could do this and do this, but it was through practice. But self-esteem grows because there's something I've accomplished. There's something I do. And and then on top of that was also my confidence and self-esteem also grew because I could take a practice and I could follow through and it wasn't easy sometimes. But when I did that, it was like, wow, what next can I accomplish? What next can I do? So all this is uh, self-esteem building, confidence, and then that interplays into, okay, now I can even speak more about what I feel. I can ask more for what I want. So there's so many things women can do. It's all part of the self-care of uh, empowering themselves to, to, to these little things. They're just simple, but they add up. But if you don't start, you won't get there. You know, I I know I used to run and and I I ran up until about a couple of maybe six or seven months ago and I've started my running and I remember the first, you know, five minute run five minute walk. And it's the monkey minds going in there. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I can't do it. You know? And, and it was just sort of like, no, I'm going to do one more minute more. I'm going to do one more minute. minute. There's something that happens inside of you that you just, you, you realize you become mastery over your own mind, those thoughts that are coming in. And there's something very empowering in that. And you can do that with anything that you want, you know, that you can tackle something and just go through what I would call your monkey mind. And say, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to listen to all those thoughts, but you know what? I'm going to do this. Those thoughts can come, but they're not going to tell me what I can and cannot do. You know, just little things, little chores, little things that you could do that you're training yourself to be the master of your mind, the master of your own destiny. You are the one who's in charge, not everything else coming in and telling you what to do.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, like what advice would you give to the woman listening who may be facing the challenges in their uh, relationships and seeking to improve their overall well-being
1: i'd love to say come and see me <laughs> <laughs> i would i know the way and i can get you so strong i i would you need some outside support and help just that little leaning on, arm it is the thing that is is you're worth it. If there's anything I can tell the women out there is, please, if you don't start today, tomorrow won't change. Yeah. You know, and and you're so worth it. And I know that it can be hard, but that first step is like just. Trust me, you are so worth it. And yes, it takes effort, but that effort gives the biggest rewards. Otherwise, you're just going to spend the rest of your life just behind that wall that keeps you stuck, you know, in disease or not emotionally feeling fulfilled and full of joy. That's your birthright is to blossom you know, get out behind there. Trust me, it's so worth it. It is so worth it. It doesn't mean that stuff doesn't happen. Trust me, I am not selling you like this is the golden thing. Your life will never have a hardship. But what happens is you're not, you have the resilience and you have the ability inside of you to meet them. You're not feeling afraid. You have that faith. You have that trust because you've done those steps, you know, because Stuff happens, life happens. But there's something that happens when when you get all this that you're not so afraid. And and it's quite surprising. Sometimes we just don't know how afraid we are that we're living in that state of anxiety that we're so unaware because we don't trust in ourselves enough because we haven't exercised ourselves enough. And I don't just mean that physically. I mean that in all the ways that we can do it. We haven't exercised ourselves. We haven't actually challenged ourselves to see what are we made of? What can we do? What is unlimited possibilities? What are we capable of when we have that? Wow. That's when you can honestly say, okay, I'm going to live life. (laughs) I'm going to live life. I'm not going to. Put the walls up and, and do this i'm just gonna live life and to me that's joyful it doesn't mean as i say that there isn't hardship but so i would say yeah come and see me
0: <laughs> lovely <Indeed. laughs> so uh before we wrap up like is there anything else you'd like to share or emphasize regarding the uh connection between women's relationship and their physical and the mental living
1: is pretty much what I already said is what our relationships are, are a reflection of ourselves. And they do affect us. They can grow us or they can stunt us. <laughs> you know, They can harm us and they can heal us. And I think women, please look out at your relationship and say, is this healing me? Is this growing me? Is this nurturing me? It's like this is the fertilizer on this beautiful flower. is it working or not working? you know and that's all I can say is like please, you know for your own sake, really look out and say, hey and then ask I need the right amount of water. I need this, I need that. yeah,
0: lovely. great. So thank you for joining us on this insightful exploring the intricate. Tapestry of women's relationships and its profound impact on the physical and the mental well being. So, uh, we have delved into the nuances of various relationships, discussing uh, both the challenges and the positive aspects that contribute to the holistic well-being of a woman. Uh, So throughout the episode, uh, we have learned the empowering potential of the relationships, how women can uh, navigate the challenges, and also the importance of adopting holistic approaches for the overall well-being. So we have, I mean, I I I believe uh, you all have found this conversation as resonated with you offering perspectives that inspire uh, reflection and the positive action. So uh, anything you want to uh, share, uh, uh, Melanie, like how people can reach out to you and if they wanted to um, uh, learn something, how they can connect with you?
1: Yeah, I have a website and it's epictransitions.ca. And on there, they can reach me. I have available one-on-one counseling. I also have some amazing courses that offer more economical things that include talking to me and everything else. I've got Courses on healing your heart. I've got courses on building uh, resilience and facing challenges, finding your voice. And another one is, who am I in this relationship where women have lost themselves? I've got one is attract your soulmate and level up to a high quality love. You know, So it, there's so much in my website. And yeah, they can reach me through there and available, as I say, one-on-one as well as the courses. So I just say, come on, women, let's do it. <laughs> Let's, let's it. do it. Love and it. thank you so much for having me. And I'd love to come back again and talk on more different aspects of uh, women and relationships and holistic health. As I say, this has been, well, not to date me, but a long time. <laughs> it's been my life passion. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Definitely. So, Thank you, listeners, uh, for being a part of our community. And until next time, take care and continue exploring the rich tapestry of your life. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you.